Welcome to Breaking Good, the officially unofficial podcast for Breaking Bad on AMC. I'm Jim. And I'm Aaron. And we just watched episode 514, entitled Ozymandias. Uh, a telling episode, or a telling title to this episode, I think. Yeah, man, I, I don't know what to think. I trotted out my favorite expression. I didn't know where to shit or go blind <laughs> watching this episode. Uh, I, I chose to do a little of both, I think. That, I mean, right? this, this episode... Man, as far as ratings go, I want to say that this was maybe the best episode of Breaking Bad I've ever seen. Yeah, I mean, it just, I felt like I've watched three episodes. Like, <laughs> Hank getting shot in the desert feels like last week. Because sure, sure. they just kept piling on the stakes. And, you know, it's like I went all across the gamut of emotions about how I felt about Walt and the situation and, and uh-huh. Jesse and... Uh, Marie, uh, I mean, <laughs> I I feel like this is going to be therapy for me because I've never had a fantastic hour of television make me feel this kind of conflicted slash shitty about myself. Like I said on Facebook, <laughs> if if I was not podcasting, I would just sit on my couch for like ten or fifteen minutes and just, just think about processing. And yeah. I'm now spending that time with you, Jim. Oh, well, great. We can do it live on air here. Uh, work out all your demons with the audience. Uh, yeah, man, I I was... Let's start with Hank, right? Let's. So that's where the episode starts off, kind of. I mean, we get a flashback, which uh, shows us a little bit of the cook they did and him calling Skylar and everything, uh, which I actually liked Skylar packing up her eBay goods, her yard sale stuff. Yeah, right. Uh, that she was selling. That was kind of a good callback there. The horrifying uh, clown. But when we come back to Hank, what did you think of the way that they faded out the RV and then faded in uh, the the truck and the other cars and the shootout? Man, I don't know. There is a lot of layers of meaning in this episode. Um, and I think they were also saying a lot about the drug trade in general and the meth okay. trade in particular. Like just how awful it is. And, <laughs> yeah, you know, and I don't know whether it's anti-drug propaganda or pro-drug propaganda, or at least anti-war on drugs. You know what I mean? Because yeah, sure. The this the if shit like what we've seen goes on around the drug trade, and I have you know I follow enough news and the Zeta problem in 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 Mexico to know that if anything, they're sugarcoating it. Mm-hmm. I don't know whether you, these assholes just need to be ha- hunted to the ends of the earth or whether we should cut their legs out from underneath them and legalize it because this shit is vile. Like that Todd dude is a serial killer. He's got, he's serial killer <laughs> level crazy. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, I, I liked the way that they handled the Hank stuff, honestly. Um, I oh, think right. We was... were talking about Hank. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Coming back to Hank. Uh, I, th- I think it was very matter of fact, and I liked that, uh, especially the line Hank gave where he says, you're the smartest guy I know, but you're s- too stupid to see that he's made his mind up 10 minutes ago. That is absolutely true. And him 
telling them about the money is something that Hank never would have done because he knows better than that. And, and it's something we talked about last week. Yes, I was the whole time. I'm like, Walt, this is your literal only trump card. Yeah. And you've got to play it smart. And, of course, he was in full not playing it smart mode. Yeah, well, that that's – okay, so trump card, that's like in Euchre when you're holding the nine of spades – and you know there's a spade out there. <laughs> like, you just can't play your trump card. Walt, Walt had no trump card there because he had no leverage. Once he tells them about the money, they're going to kill him anyway. I'm deeply unsure of your euchre metaphor, but <laughs> yes, I mean, the spirit, your spirit's in the right place. Yeah, I okay. mean, that's, that's the only upper hand. In fact, uh, Uncle Jack's going to rue the day he left Walt White $11 million, I feel. I think so. I mean... We probably know why he's coming back with an assault rifle now, right? Yeah. I mean, uh, this is this is his. I still have things to do, and I don't know what all. Uh, you know, I don't know whether I, I. Oh, just two episodes left. I mean, there's going to be so many. There's going to be so many freaking theories. But <laughs> I mean, his. It seems like his immediate interest is to make sure the, the what's left of his family is intact uh let me talk ask you something i'm pretty sure and this might be obvious but there's a lot of people on facebook that seem to be still confused about it but i'm pretty sure that walt was speaking to skylar in code at the end Uh, okay what do you mean by code i mean he was basically trying to make sure she was clear of all charges Mm -hmm. and also warn her of actions that she should not take to keep her safe from the things that he knows are still out there and dangerous that he's lost control of the situation but he's basically saying you know he was saying all these awful horrible things and 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 halfway through the conversation i feel like skylar realized it too that this was kind of like their you know her saying i'm sorry yeah and him saying you bitch were kind of weird ways to say i love you (laughs) this is the last time we're Uh, i think you're absolutely right i think um he he was certainly trying to save her there from any kind of uh, connection to his acts. Right. Uh, both in front of Marie and Walt Jr., uh, which it's a little too late with Marie because she pretty much already knows. But Walt Jr. is standing there listening, uh, and he's – and Walt obviously knows that the police are listening in. So Yeah, and he's basically setting his reputation on fire to hopefully save her for Walt Jr., to hopefully save yeah. things with her sister because Marie doesn't know. Marie doesn't know how involved she was and what she knew. And, you know, Marie was obviously sure. tr- trying and wanting to reconcile and, you know, kind of make things right and was surprisingly sympathetic to Skylar. I, I, when she yeah. came in, like, you know, all bull moose to A1 car wash, I was ready to hate Marie. But honestly, she handled that pretty well. Yeah, so my brother was over tonight, we were watching this episode, and we were just waiting for Walt to walk into that car wash when Marie and Skyler and Walt Jr. were there. Oh, really? Because I that, that totally would have pushed it in a direction that maybe they didn't want to go with it. Um, right. And I think the scene that we did get with them in the house was so much better oh. uh, than what would have happened there. But I mean, yeah, I mean, it would just went nuts. I mean... It did. Walt Jr., he did it. I, I thought that uh, R.J. Mitty did fantastic work in uh, yep. just – how could he portray six years' worth of lying and you know having the scales fall from their eyes? Well, he did a pretty good, damn good job of it. 
And, you know, with that point of view shot we got of Walt looking at Skyler on the floor and, 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 you know, Walt Jr. trying to protect her and calling the cops. And he finally, I think, saw himself as everyone has been seeing him for quite some time. Uh-huh. Just, just amazing. And, like, it just kept escalating. You know, Skyler, you know, had her, you know, D'Angelo moment where, where's, where's Hank? What's wrong? What's happened to Hank? And then she pulls a knife on him. And uh-huh. then so Walt the steals Holly Christ. Christ, the shot man. where she's going for the the knife. But you see the phone and the knife there. I was like, oh, which one's it going to be, the phone or the knife? Right. And uh, she, of course, chose the knife. Uh, did So you talked about, like, the the angles they were using there. Did you notice in the desert the angles that they were using, like, before they shot Hank, uh, when Hank was kind of injured on the ground there? What, what do you like, refer to? Hank was shot from above, like, the, like he has no power here, and everybody else, Walt and Jack, were both shot from below. Right. Uh, making them look like the powerful guys in the scene. Right. The, the players in the scene. And I thought that was interesting because Jack and Walt here have a very similar level of power. Uh, mm-hmm. On, on the, as far as the Breaking Bad power scale goes. Uh, and Hank there is just at their mercy. And I, I thought the cinematography reflecting that was a really cool thing to see. Mm-hmm. Uh, do we want to talk about Jesse? Yes. Let's talk okay. about Jesse. <laughs> Let's talk about Jesse. Jesse is uh, – he has gotten it the worst of anyone, right? Well, and that's – that's. I'm hoping he lives just because, again, he, I think he's paid his karma debt. Oh, He's he's like posted. Yeah. He's he's like overpaid for the next month's bill, you know. For sure. Um, yeah, I mean, honest, obviously, and lots of people have had some parts of what's gone on correct. I mean, you know, uh-huh. it's not an uncommon theory that Jesse was going to be forced to make meth, that Jesse was going to be kidnapped, all this and that. I think it's fair to say that not anyone got it completely right. Sure. Um, I hope it, I don't, you know, there's no way if you, if you're one of the 50 people going to email us saying you want to get credit <laughs> for getting Jesse being forced to cook meth, right? No way we can do it. Um, let's just all communally share that. You yeah. Know, congratulations, that we, that we everybody. Pat yourself on the back. Right. Um, but you know, did you, so when he said one more thing, did you know that he was going to go for the, and play the Jane card? Uh, I did not because I honestly expected him to use the Jane card as uh, some sort of confession to Jesse, like he would be ashamed of it. But he used it instead to hurt Jesse. Yeah, he did. Uh, which I feel like at that point, that's exactly what Walt would have done, uh, right. because he he blames everyone else for his problems. <laughs> yeah. Up until you know the scene where uh, his son calls the cops on him. Yeah, and and it's also interesting how they use that knowledge of his character. That I was for a good thirty seconds into his tirade against Skyler, I thought, "Wow, he has just gone completely fucking unhinged." Yes. Then I'd posted something to the Facebook thread when he stole <laughs> the moment he stole Holly. I was like, "Thus, this just in: the Walter White bandwagon lo- uh, hit a pothole, lost three wheel- wheels, flipped over seventeen times, <laughs> rolled off a cliff, and exploded on impact because." Yeah. At that moment, was there anyone that's like, you know, I still kind of want to see Walt succeed in this. I still want to, and I, I guarantee someone will probably email us in and say, yes, they have. Yeah, but, that, that's funny, because at, at the same time on Twitter, I posted, like, who is still on Walt's side? <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, totally. I mean, how could you ever be? Well, I kind of feel like I'm not totally on Walt's side, but 
I'm kind of rooting for him to make things right. And I thought him... Okay. What he did with Skyler there at the end was admirable. I it mean, is, yeah. it's the best you can do in a bad situation if you've got this kind of tragic... You know, Greek tragedy of a life that's unfolding in front of your in front of your eyes. Yeah, yeah. I, and I mean, I'm I'm kind of hoping that he puts things right with Jesse to some yes. degree. I hope the assault rifle is his way of coming back to get Jesse out of the situation he's now in to kind of redeem himself a little bit. But there's by I, by the uh, way, feeling yeah. really good about my prediction about the end of the series being the narco corridor video. Okay. Why is that? Well, because I feel like Walt is going to definitely have to go back to save Jesse. There's, mm-hmm. I don't think Jesse dies now. It's going to be weird that he's been in meth slavery for six months, but I feel like Walt will somehow rescue him, and that Jesse is going to, you know, put a bullet in his head. I mean, that Jane thing sealed it, and the fact that he's going to have life-unending torment for the next six months... Yeah. He's like Theon in Game of Thrones, man. He's just being being warped into a hate machine. For sure. Um, what else happened in this episode? Uh, Anything else? Plenty of stuff, right? Yeah. Um... <laughs> so w- when he comes home, let's, let's talk a little bit more about this. Because when he comes home um, and he's packing up the stuff and then Skylar and uh, Walt Jr. arrive why doesn't he play this a little bit smarter? Because there isn't really a ticking clock here. Like, isn't there? He's no, a, there's he's not. A, oh, I guess the DEA doesn't know about him. The DEA really doesn't know about this, uh, and Jack has let him go, so it's not like he's going to come after him. Um, I still think that, well, I mean, he saw that Marie, uh, the only thing I can think of is he knew that Hank had made a phone call, and probably it was to Marie, or maybe he just saw that Hank made a phone call, period. Yeah, yeah. Um, and that, that had to be something of a ticking clock for him. Okay. That's a good enough explanation, I guess. Um, plus, I mean, you know, after a DEA agent is murdered in your presence, you probably don't want to stick around too long. Right. Well, and, and that, I think that he had, uh, he had to get everybody out there because, uh, obviously Walt Jr.'s is starting to ask, uh, uncomfortable questions and, you know, he needed to get focused on getting everybody the hell out of there. So, yeah, I mean, it was a, a soft ticking clock, maybe. Okay. Um, what do, so we now know that, that one of the things that's going to motivate Jesse to continue cooking rather than fuck over these guys is the fact that they've got Brock and Andrea sure. in their sights. And we knew we missed that from last week. A lot of people, a yeah. lot of people let us know that, you know, that the Jack's got goons right outside their house when, when Walt went over to see them. Yep. Uh, Walt bought a car uh, or a truck. Uh, I feel like we've covered right. m- most of the stuff. Um, we have. W- what, so, what do you think? Uh, what do you think this leaves with Jesse? Like, I mean, I know you said he might come back with the assault rifle and try to help him, but how does Walt find out about that? Because right now he's assuming that Jack is going to stick with his word and kill Jesse when he's done. Oh, I don't think he knows that Jesse... Okay, so I don't think Jesse, he'll know that Jesse is uh, held hostage. I think he'll just go back and murder, try to murder everyone. Okay, for revenge it's, and then find Jesse, looking does, like Damian Lewis from Homeland? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> does he... Yeah, right? Does he cool. know? Does he know where the Uncles of Anarchy's home base is? I can't remember uh, where their last meeting was. Uh... 
I feel like they've always met in hotel rooms. I know yeah. the first time they did. I'm not sure about this last time. I'd have to go back and look. Maybe that explains the six-month gap, him trying to find out where their operation is and investigating from the fringes and yeah. all that. Um, the theory about Walt, you know, that $100 bill that he left for the tip at the Denny's being his last $100 bill, which I kind of enjoyed. <laughs> where So what happens to the other $11 million? Is he going to figure out a backdoor way to give this to his family? Because... I can't see Skyler ever getting away with that much cash now that the lid is blown off this thing. Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm sure he's going to try. I mean, that's been his goal all along, and if that is still in his mind at all, he needs to at least attempt to get that money to her. All uh, right. I, I don't know that $100 bill being his last bill is necessarily something we need to stick with, you know? Do you think that Walt seriously entertained the idea of kidnapping his daughter, or he just wanted a last moment to kind of say goodbye? That's a good question. They shot it kind of ambiguously, like maybe he was going to make a go of having his daughter a life on the run until she started saying ma, 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 and all that. Yeah. But, but Walt is, even absent that, he's too smart, and he cares too much about his family to, I mean, where does that go? You know, is that like a they're going to have like a hit girl, big daddy type relationship from uh, kick ass? I mean, (laughs) there's only so much you can do with a toddler that you're going to try to to rate the best meth around. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. The Breaking Bad version of kick ass. Awesome. Yeah, Yeah, I I I don't I don't know. I mean, I kind of feel like that he just in the moments like, well, Walt Jr. is a lost cause. His wife just tried to slash his face. Uh, you know what? I, 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 I gotta say goodbye somehow. I'll take Holly and, and I'll have a couple quiet moments and, and think about how I need to protect Skylar and Walt Jr. If I'm being charitable to Walt. And yeah, uh, the other thing that I kind of feel like he was taking her as one, a reason that him and Skylar would have to communicate again, because at the end of that scene, he says, we're a family, we're a family. And I think he realizes, okay, this family is breaking up, but he wants a way to f- try to fix that in the future. Oh, so he takes it, Holly, kind of forcing Skylar to at least deal with him in some manner. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, then he point. thinks better of that when he realizes what he's doing to Holly. Yeah, good, good point. And that would guarantee that she'd pick up the phone to talk to him. For sure, yeah. Yeah, that's pretty strong. What else do you got? Man, Anything I feel else? like we've talked for hours about this, and it's only been like 20 minutes. <laughs> That's all right. All we need is 20. We've got a, another podcast coming up Tuesday where we'll have you know seen it a few more times. And yeah, man. About I'm going to have to really – this is one of the finest hours of television I've ever seen. Yeah. Um, made me do a lot of feeling. Um I broke down when the firefighter found Holly in that that fi- that the fire truck. Man, that was pitiful. <laughs> yeah, she did that. Look happy. I'm not. I'm. I'm not a strong enough man. And how they got that performance out of a baby, I feel like Vince Gilligan probably needs to be brought up on some kind of child cruelty charges <laughs> or something. Everyone involved needs to be investigated. Damn it! They got yep. people looking after the animals in this situation. Who's looking after the babies on Breaking Bad set? <laughs> um, but yeah, it was just go. I mean, open with Gomi dead and, and, you know, Hank one foot in the grave, one on the banana peel. 
Yeah, so we called Gomi getting shot, right? Like I said, oh, I think Gomi got shot in that scene. Yeah. Do you I didn't think... think he would be dead, though. I thought yeah. he was shot and Hank was fine. And I got to say, was... that... Uh, are, do you have any problem with him ending in the middle of the gun battle at this point? No, no. I Like I said, the way they handled, handled Hank's death was so matter-of-fact that... And do you think that that... Sense changed hank and or how did that change how hank saw walt at the end i thought it did a little bit in like, what way that he realized that his brother i think he realized his brother-in-law has been in this situation has just gotten away from him like he's not huh. a criminal mastermind he's not this evil son of a bitch although you know I God, I'm, I make the same argument myself, but it's like this is just a guy who is relatively powerless. And I mean, there's only been one point in this whole freaking arc where Walt has had any kind of the upper hand in the situation, and that's the first half of season five. Everything else, he's been, you know, Hank could have been Jesse that he's begged for people's life and he's begged for his own life, and he's just been running from one goddamn catastrophe to another. And I think that Hank saw this, like you know, yeah. You're a smart guy, but you're too stupid to, to realize your own limitations. Mm-hmm. And I feel like there was some significant glances where Hank realized that he, you know, if, if Walt could, he would trade places with him. If Walt could, he would spare his life. He would. He cares about, you know, what, like like Hank accused him of caring about money above his own family. And I think Walt, in Hank's last moments, demonstrably proved that that was not true. Yeah. Yeah. I think you're right. Why do you think one th- th- question that I want, and I don't want to spend a lot of time in, 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 in analyzing it because <laughs> that's what our full cast is for. Okay. Why do you think Jack gave him eleven million dollars? Oof. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good question. I think. Ah, I don't know. I, at first, I thought, okay, maybe it's because uh, he wants to stay in Walt's good graces somehow, but how could he do that after he just killed his brother-in-law? No. That doesn't make sense. Uh, so honestly, that's something I need to go back and look at the episode again for. Yeah, I just, I just feel like that he would have, I, I guess the the most accurate thing is he, if he, I think he was honest when he said, if I killed you, my nephew would take a personal, and uh-huh. I care about my crazy-ass, psychopathic nephew. <laughs> and you're dangerous though I know you're dangerous because I've seen the shit that you pulled and I see what you can do with some time on your hand so I'm going to give you this barrel as kind of like a peace offering now shake the, my Nazi hand but on the other hand <laughs> I felt like if anything in retrospect is going to feel a little hmm it's it's that point in the episode uh, on, on further review and, and maybe even down the line because that just doesn't seem like a smart thing for him to do although maybe Maybe he doesn't respect Walt, or he's lost respect for Walt. He's he started thinking his own press, like, you know, uh, well, hell, Walt didn't kill his people in prison. I did. He wouldn't even know to call me if it wasn't for my idiot nephew uh, yeah. working at, you know, robbing houses. So it's like, I, I, can't, maybe, I don't know. It's, and it's... last episode, I mean, we saw a little bit of that, right? When he, when he first put the hit on Jesse, they're making fun of him the whole time. But if he totally disrespects him, why would he give him the eleven million? That's, that's, it's hard for me to reconcile that. Either he yeah. he's either fears him, in which case 
you know, nephew be Dan put a bolt in his head, or he s- totally respects his capabilities in, uh, in which, or I mean, he totally disrespects his capabilities in which, why wouldn't he just take everything from him? I mean, maybe, I don't know. Those white power dudes, they have weird, weird codes of them. I mean, they're not immoral. They're not amoral. They just are got a fucked up worldview. Sure, I mean, sure. they're fa- they can be family men and they can be really, you know, if you <laughs> so watch can these, meth dealers, that's what I'm saying. If you watch some of these documentaries about the most monstrous characters in history, they all got their soft sides. I mean, yeah, you yeah. know, Hitler loved dogs. <laughs> so, all right, uh, that doesn't make anything better. But I'm just saying that, like, in his calculus, maybe he's thinking, you know, this guy, shit, he's got cancer and he's got that kid, and you know, I, I don't know. I mean. Yeah, I mean, maybe he saw the argument that he made for family, um, and he did have a soft spot for that. I mean, he knows that this money is probably going to go to his family because the dude's got cancer and is going to be dead in six months. Yeah. So. And sometimes, you know, I guess the villains can make stupid mistakes, too. Yeah, I feel like we're uh, we're maybe, I don't know, trying to explain it away a little bit too much without having seen it again. Right. It's uh, just so something we that... we should that... probably wait until Tuesday to judge that. That's the one burning question I had that yeah. didn't really have um, a good payoff throughout the episode. So, and then I, I guess the other thing is he maybe thinks that Walt would have to be kind of good because if not, he could waste his whole family. I mean, Walt, he, he if, if we're right and Walt doesn't know where their home base is, they're safe mm-hmm. from him, and he's the, the reverse is not true. Yeah, that's true. Anyway, I All think right. that's I think that's about it, right? Yeah, I need to go pour myself a stiff drink and <laughs> okay. then write the the recap here. Um yep. the the written recap is going to be br- kind of rough too. Okay, sounds good. Well, uh we hope you guys will join us on Tuesday for the extended recap cast. Yeah, real uh, quick just to do, you know, I go to baldmove.com for all the stuff we do. I just want to let everyone know that Eric uh, personal arrogance fame uh, started a new podcast, uh, Get Off My Running Back. It's an NFL uh, recap, uh, kind of from a nerdy point of view, with some fantasy football news. Uh, I guest starred on the first episode. So if you want to hear uh, some stories about my Colts fandom and uh, us kind of breaking down news around the league in an accessible format, check that out at baldmove.com. Um, if you want to send us feedback, and I bet you do, you can do so at breakinggood at baldmove.com. Uh, if you missed out on our live thread, you should check it out. It's sprawling and epic on facebook.com slash baldmove. Check Jim's timeline uh, on his Twitter account, at baldmove, if you want to check out the, I'm sure, what was a lively discussion on Twitter. And Actually, damn, like and follow it. Oh, wasn't it? No, I, well, so I just got back from a weekend spent at your place uh, in Ohio, and I got to my TV late, so the whole hour I was trying to catch oh, up. Oh, you're trying to catch up? Yeah, that's brutal. Yeah. But on the good side, the, you were here all weekend doing Kickstarter for filming, and we got a lot of shit done. Got a lot we of got shit our, done. We got a Q&A cast is in the can. It needs to be edited. We got our uh, our riff tracks. Uh, the TNG episode is complete, and it's going to be epic. I'm complete. Re- <laughs> we have a shitload well, of editing to do on that. But, I mean, the juice is in the can. It just needs to be concentrated. But it's it's going to be <laughs> epic. I get a good feeling about that. The T-shirts have been ordered. Things yep. uh, things are, are happening. So, um Still got the phone calls to do and some greeting cards to send out, but uh, we, we, we are making good progress on that. For sure. All right. Thanks, everybody, for listening, and we'll catch you Tuesday. Until then, I'm Jim. And I'm Aaron. See you Tuesday night.